Hello and welcome to Everyday People. My name is Vaibhav. Thank you so much for clicking on this video. The guest I have today is called Dad Zeni Martian and they will introduce themselves as all guests do on the show. But I just wanted to drop a note at the beginning that I asked guests if they are comfortable on camera or not and they, they can switch off their video. So our guest today has switched off their video. You'll be able to see my face but not theirs. Thank you so much and I hope you enjoy this interview. Hello and welcome to Everyday People. Dad Zeni Martian otherwise known as Neha. Uh hi Neha how are you doing I'm good how are you I'm wonderful thank you so much for asking Uh I the first I'll start off the interview with my standard first question who are you what do you do and what's your current side project I am Neha I go by that Zeni Martian and I am a freelance illustrator based in Bangalore and currently I'm working on a product uh you know um something that people would definitely be excited by but it's also something that would you know get them to be motivated about what they're doing themselves mm-hmm. and I, that's all I'll have to say about that all right so i i do want to ask you like uh, people receive the word side project differently some people receive it as hobbies something that they do to get away from work and some people receive it as um you know a hustle that they that they're doing outside of work to make more money uh how do you receive it do you receive it as a hobby or as a hustle well it's definitely not a hobby because uh it's it's very much um intrinsic to what i do as an illustrator so everything that i do sideways is always it's it's kind of meanders through the main hustle which is illustrations and digital art mm-hmm. so i take it quite seriously actually all right so uh, how did you get into illustration as your cho- a career of choice well um i definitely wasn't the you know usual go to art school kind of a person um I, although i was a very artsy kid uh, every you know throughout my education or just in a friend group growing up I was known as the artsy kid, you know. Mm. Um so I guess somewhere at the back of my head I kind of have an inkling art would be something that I'd probably do something but but not as a career. So I think it was during the pandemic and I was working as, you know, in my usual 9 to 5 corporate job and just like everybody else I've had had it with it and mm. it's just some, not something that was conducive not just to my mental health but it's also to uh you know my just everything that trickles down to finances or the way you live everything mm-hmm. else you know uh and because i already had a certain support following and also um a lot of people asking me if i do anything with my artworks at all it kind of gave me a boost to take it up as a main gig So That's yeah <laughs> thank you uh so if you could tell me a little bit about like your corporate experience how long were you working a 9 to 5 and what was that like for you obviously you don't have to get into specifics if you don't want to you right. don't have to name companies but uh the reason i asked this question is just because i'm trying to understand like where that sits in your psyche and how that like was an as an experience for you because like it, right. it varies for other people like it varies for different people for sure for sure so i worked about 
five to six years as a copywriter uh, and, and an account executive, different jobs around the same thing, with copywriting, content writing, account executive for various companies from event management to mm-hmm. advertising to PR. So I've kind of had like an extensive, uh, you know, dip in my toes with uh, industries across the board, sort of, you know, and it's just, although it was kind of funny because when I first started off at a corporate job, I started corporate right out of the bat, right out of college, right after my congregations got started. The next day I started with a job. And so uh, I didn't really have the, you know, how some people have like, I'm going to take a year off and see what fits me. I did not have the privilege to do that. Mm -hmm. So I had to like start off with a job right at the outset. Mm -hmm. And um, when I first started off, everyone who even remotely knew me was like, are you sure this is for you? Because you seem just way too creative to be going down the corporate line. And I should have taken that as an indication because what was coming for the next six years was just very belligerent and traumatic experience. It's just, when I say traumatic, yeah, sure, some of my bosses were actually incompetent, okay? Mm -hmm. But then some of them were really, really nice. And my colleagues were really nice and it's they formed a lifelong friendship with, I found, you know, framed a lifelong friendship with them. But then again, uh, when it comes down to actually doing the work, it's not something that was, I wasn't meant to do it. It wasn't, there's no growth happening. Right. Um, there's jobs that literally anybody can do, you know, and it was one of those uh, quote unquote donkey work kind of a thing. like you wouldn't need your mental capacity. You wouldn't need any kind of creativity. Why am I doing this? If it's not going to use my talent, if there's no growth, then what's the point, you know? So I just thought that I might use my skills elsewhere and use it on myself. Why make someone else richer when you can just actually do your own thing and inspire other people to do their own thing as well? So when you stepped out of that, like you said, during the pandemic is when that changed for you. Yeah. How scary was that? Like jumping into working for yourself? Oh, it was, it was so scary, but it's, it's, it's a different kind of scary, you know, it's not as scary as staying in the job, Mm -hmm. but it's a very different kind of scary in that you're going into something that you're oblivious to like you have no idea what's gonna happen it's completely unknown territory and you you're not even sure although you do have kind of an idea that it might work out because you know you have a certain um you know support system in the followers of people it's still very out there you know it's not like you you are moving from something that's so structured into something that has no structure at all so it's very, very nerve-wracking that way. But then, um, again, it's just weird. But it is worth it at the end of the day, you know? So just for your information, I worked in corporate for like nine years. And now, uh, recently, I just stepped out of it. And right. I'm working for myself. And it's it's scary. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah, it like... is. It's definitely scary. Okay, you're not... I don't think there's one person who doesn't find that scary unless, of course, they are super, super, super well off or, you know, 
they have like a great great financial backing that way then they'll be like oh you know what i just like thought i could switch in and it's yeah <laughs> it's super super scary it's yeah just just for my benefit and uh, this is a completely selfish question do you have any mm-hmm. advice on sourcing uh, freelance clients like i've got a few but like yeah. finding through more people through your network seems to be something that's quite difficult yeah um this is again very unusual of me given that i am an introvert in a lot of ways and <laughs> talking to um new people kind of is very anxiety inducing for me mm-hmm. but then you have to understand if you believe in what you do it's see that's where art means so much to me it's something that's i think for me is outside of myself because it's a lot greater than who i am and it's just like this purpose that that i meant to do so when i look at it that way it's just it pushes me out of my comfort zone right you know and so yeah i do go out network talk to people and when you form a band of your own people you kind of help each other out you know uh, i know what works for you so maybe you can like try this different things like that and there's also websites that i've heard uh like for someone like me behance or like another few other places and also when i do gigs you know when i have my own pop ups you find a lot of people you have like one on one one on one face to face conversations with potential clients that is also possible so yeah wonderful so um So you're sort of self-taught. You did not go into design school, and nope. Didn't... Yeah. What was your education like, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, well, I'm a triple major in history, economics, and political science, and I have a master's in international studies. Sounds like Christ University. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm also a Christ alum. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> the whole triple major like i did i did yeah. my triple major computer science uh, mathematics statistics oh and i think the other campuses cuz i or is it the main campus main though? campus yes right right block right block 2 instead of block 1 right 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 of course yeah so i uh, i guess your education has no bearing to what you do now <laughs> No, like you know that's exactly what I tell people when you know I meet kids who have parents that take their grades too seriously. It, it's trust me, it grades do matter, but when you think about things in kind of like a big picture way, it actually doesn't mm-hmm. because you might end up doing something that's so far from what you're educated to do that the grades that you did have during a college ed- education wouldn't even matter like the grades that i took in school doesn't even matter to anyone nobody is going to ask me about grades nobody has, has anybody ever... ever asked you never right no i mean only well probably when you're submitting your resume for a corporate job they'll probably take a look at it but then they also go with in my experience what can you do yeah you know it's not what you've done and what your grades are but also what can you do and i think that's super important and it's something that i think our education system is also lacking because we kind of have this regurgitated information and just like textbook textbook when you should be doing so much outside of it yeah yeah uh, um like opening this can of worms is not a is not a great conversation for a first time i don't want to jump into it because then we can obviously rant 
about everything oh, yeah, that we for sure it go volumes and volumes talking about it for sure yeah so instead i'll i'll switch over to um what's your relationship like with money and the reason i ask this is because um for some people it's like the center of their life the it's it's a very practical concern for some people for some people yeah. it's a lifestyle thing for some people it's like a very spiritual thing some people have like yeah. what's your relationship like with money well it's definitely a practical thing and i think for someone especially a freelancer um you know it has to be and will be a practical thing because and someone like me who kind of is meandering into having her own does have her own art shop mm-hmm. and have has her own products coming up it's very much a practical thing and it's a big deal about how i go about my own business and how i just go about a lot of things because the money that i make is also an investment into my own work you know and then i have to budget it and how much i want to spend it on lifestyle lifestyle is like i think the least priorities and when i come to sp- when it comes to spending my money lifestyle is like probably the the kind of at the bottom and i wouldn't say it's not a priority it is like you know you want to go out you want to spend that money but like that's something that a corporate environment will give to you you know where you can just think not have to think twice about having your lifestyle and stuff like that but then ideally the money would always go for okay like how can i use this to better my business or my work and upskill you know uh, join different courses or have these different softwares and things like that right yeah so if like looking at where you are now and everything that you've gone through um if you could give three pieces of advice to your college self right mm-hmm. what would they be well first of all um you have to kind of keep self doubt on a short leash because a lot about not just this industry but everything i think any industry that you go to um you don't have to have self doubt because everybody around you will do it for you everybody else will doubt you okay so you have to have a strong self, sense of self mm-hmm. and definitely have thick skin that's number 1 uh and it's easier said than done but you know you, we will get there you know yeah. uh second of all is to cultivate a very good relationship with how you perceive money uh as in don't i i understand that it's really hard to not think of it from a scarcity mindset mm-hmm. uh if you've had certain experiences in your life but then uh just it's all right just you know you get your savings right get your budgeting right you know make your money management should be a high priority you know if you really want to scale your business or like get into following your passion that is right you know and third is just give people a chance in terms of you know if you're someone like me who's a bit more introverted and is social you know socially anxious mm-hmm. uh not everybody out there is going to get you not not everybody out there is mean spirited or a scatty there are good people out there and uh they do wish and have the best int- intentions towards you yeah. and give them a chance and do the same thing for other people let it not be one sided there has to be equal give and take 
All right, that's that's beautiful. Yeah. So if if, if I could summarize, you said, um, be like money management should be that was your second thing. Money management should be yeah. a top priority. Your first thing was. Self doubt. Self doubt. Yeah. There is no capacity. There's no uh, like keep a short leash for self doubt. Yeah. So, second thing was uh, money management. Third thing was, why am I forgetting? Like I'm like <laughs> zoning out so badly. Like even though I was no. listening to you with rapt attention, uh, the third right. thing was like if you're a social introvert, uh, people will not. People might not get you. And you no, know, it's not that way. It's just that. If you're in, if you're socially, if you're someone who's socially awkward, this is just very specific, specific kind of people. Because um, I can only speak from my own experiences, and I think extroverts have it sorted. Not that they don't have their bad days, but you know, <laughs> it's just that uh, give people a chance. Uh, not everybody out there is going to get you, or not everybody is mean spirited. But some um, people are nice. Yeah, people are nice and I know that for a fact because I know such people in my life of from course. the same industry and we and I say that because uh in an industry that's so dysregulated, we have to have each other's backs. Yeah. You know, and that's the only way anyone can succeed is to have each other's backs and that's super important. Wonderful. So, yeah. we'll conclude the formal portion of this interview with the last question. If you could speak directly to the audience, uh, what would you like to say to them? Now, this is where you can advertise your own services. You can send them to your Behance profile or somewhere else. Or if you don't want to do that, you can share a movie that you recently watched, a book that you recently wa- uh, read, or a quote that has stuck with you for a long time. Oh, God. Um, okay, so uh, there's this quote that I kind of stand by. It's super, super cliched, okay? So forgive me for that. Uh, but it's about how art is supposed to uh, discomfort the comfortable and comfort the discomforted. And it's something that I really stand by. And it's sort of evident with what I do as well because um, there's very extreme opinions to what I do and my own artwork in that there are people that are too conventional in their thinking that find it super uncomfortable and there are other people who find it, uh, who have rave reviews to it. So at the end of the day, I think it all comes down to authenticity, Mm -hmm. no matter what you do. Uh, You could be a computer engineer for all I care, is to focus on authenticity because that shows and that'll eventually make you stand out, you know? Yeah. Amazing, Neha, that was our formal interview completed and it only took us 18 minutes. that's great now just to like talk to you a little bit more um you were recommended to me by krupa uh, who is a common friend of ours who's an amazing amazing illustrator in her own right yeah i have her stickers stickers on my notebook yes of course brilliant brilliant artist of course so the the way i source guests on the show is i usually ask my guests who are people you admire now, I met her at a pop-up that I went to. Uh, and right. so, like, you know, I was able to ask her, but then I've never met you. Right. Right. So what do you think Krupa admires about you that she recommended you? Honestly, I don't know. But I do know that we have, we're similar in a lot of ways in how we perceive the world. Uh, again, she's very much like, you know, how support, have each other's backs kind of a person and she's very selfless that way and I think she's an incredible incredible human being um 
because also there's not much of those kind of people you know yeah. and um yeah it's just i don't i mean i could talk about krupa for like hours and not stop because of how in absolute awe i am of her and her work but also like her as a person you know Tell and i well i just said you know in the fact that she's super selfless she i think also um her uh, creative attributes in the way that i mean she's a creative genius in her own right i mean if you um seen any work of her it's super evident um and uh, there's a certain amount of rawness you know there's this unabashed rawness in her artwork which i love and i hope that you know is only amplified in a lot of her future works and i hope she doesn't lose it or i hope that the world doesn't make her lose it you know right. more uh yeah so yeah it's just very very refreshing energy for sure and i think and i hope the reason that she recommended me is because she sees a lot of that in me as well i hope i mean that would be like uh an honor if she does but yeah i'm not quite sure but i'm guessing that might be a thing what do you think is um that those traits that you mentioned that refresh other people like yeah. i found that su- such a unique way to present and nobody ever says nobody ever calls anybody else refreshing right yeah so because wh- there's not many refreshing people around we live <laughs> in a society and hey listen i'm <laughs> i say it like it is all right yeah uh we live there's a reason why influencers and your kardashians and people like that are so famous and that's because we live in a society in a culture that applauds mediocrity than actual raw talent and if actual raw talent has to be applauded it has to fit into the ambit of mediocrity in a certain way which right. sucks you know and yeah i just i'm drawn to people who stand out like that who don't give in to the system uh who are, who are like you know fuck the status quo i mean sorry for cursing but it is what it is <laughs> you know uh you can curse on this yeah on this yeah. go for it yeah and i see a lot of that in her and i which is why you know when i there's people like her when i meet people like her I, i'm like i hope that the world doesn't take that away from you because we need more of this yeah. this is so inspiring whether you see it or not is like of no consequence but it is super super necessary and what you do is important and you are important and i hope you come to realize that and i hope a lot of people come to realize that wonderful i mean yeah. Yeah, she does like the the one time i met her was like you said so refreshing in the sense of like she is so free in the way she exactly she talks and presents herself and everything and it was like super inspiring to uh be with her at that pop up and everything i know right like it's such an amazing energy to be around well i'm sure i'll send her this podcast and when she listens to it and she <laughs> oh god i hope i hope it isn't like super cringe that we're so fan girly over her and she's like this is so weird I, i'm right there with you we are fan girling over her together i know right like a huge like a fandom that she's got now like probably start like an instagram page for her and just like <laughs> two people and like several others who definitely join in for sure 
so um i don't want to stretch on the show any longer like this is a great first conversation i i wish i can have both of you together at some point on the show sure for sure yeah that'd be great so i'm just going to stop recording here and then we'll talk a little bit more after this sure